أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فتعالى الله الملك الحق ولا تعجل بالقرآن من قبل أن يقضى إليك وحيه وقل رب زدني علما بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وصلاة وسلام على سيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I'm Rina. I'm Yasmin. And this is our first podcast and day one of Ramadan. Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Mubarak. I always do that. Ramadan Mubarak. I always do that. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Ramadan Mubarak. I pray that we all have a blessed Ramadan and that Allah forgives us our sins and that he grants us general for those and that this will be the best Ramadan ever for all the Muslimin. And today we'll be reading from a compilation of Riyadh Salahin. And we'll be starting with chapter 1, Sincerity. A'udhu <laughs> Surat Al-Bayna, Ayat 5. <clears throat> and they were commanded not, but that they should worship Allah, and worship none but Him alone, abstaining from ascribing partners to Him, and perform a salah, iqamatul salah, and give zakat, and that is the right religion. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى لَيَّنَالُ اللَّهُ الْهُمُهَا وَلَا دِمَاؤُهَا وَلَكِنْ يَنَالُهُ الْتَقْوَى مِنْكُمْ Surah Al-Hajj, Ayah 37 It is neither, neither their meat nor their blood that reaches Allah, but it is piety from you that it reaches Him. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى قُلْ إِنَّ تُخْفُوا مَا فِي صُدُورِكُمْ أَوْ تُبْدُوهَا يَعْلَمُهُ اللَّهُ Surah Al-Imran, Ayah 29. Say, O Muhammad wasallam, whether you hide what is in your breast or reveal it, Allah knows it. Umar al-Khattab radiallahu anhu reported, the Messenger of Allah wasallam said, the deeds are considered by the intentions, and a person will get the reward according to his intention. So whoever immigrated for Allah and his Messenger, his immigration will be for Allah and his Messenger. And whoever immigrated for worldly benefits or for a woman to marry, his immigration would be for that, for what he immigrated for. Al-Bukhariun and Muslim. In the footnote below, according to some hadith, the reason for this hadith is that a person sent a proposal of marriage to a woman named Um Qais, which she turned down saying that he should have to immigrate to Al-Medina for it. Accordingly, he did. He did for this specific purpose, and the two were married there. On account of this event, the man came to be known among the companions as Muhajir Umm Qais. On the basis of this hadith, ulama are of the unanimous opinion that the real basis of one's actions is niyyah, intention, and everyone will be requited according to his intention. 
The point which becomes evident from this hadith is that ikhlas sincerity is a must for every action. Aisha radiallahu anha reported, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, an army will raid the Kaaba, and when it reaches a desert land, all of them will be swallowed up by the earth. She asked, O Messenger of Allah, why all of them? He answered, All of them will be swallowed by the earth, but they will be raised for the judgment according to their intentions. Al-Bukhari and Muslim Everyone will be rewarded or punished according to his aim and intention. This hadith also proves that the company of depraved persons is extremely dangerous. Whose army would it be which has been referred to in this hadith, and when will it invade, invade the Kaaba, is a matter known to Allah alone. Such prophecies are a part of the unseen world, since they come in the category of the miracles of the Prophet wasallam. it is necessary to believe in their veracity and currents. Believing in such prophecies is also essential because they were revealed by Allah. Abdullah ibn Abbas reported the Messenger of Allah said that Allah the Glorious said, Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered that the good and the bad deeds be written down. Then he explained it clearly how to write. He, he who intends to do a good deed, but he, but he does not do it. Then Allah records it for him as a full good deed. But if he carries out his intention, then Allah the Exalted writes it down for him, as from ten to seven hundred folds, and even more. But if he intends to do an evil act and has not done it, then Allah writes it down with him as a full good deed. But if he intends it and has done it, Allah writes it down as one bad deed. Al-Bukhari and Muslim what the Prophet ﷺ relates to Allah is called Hadith Qudsi, sacred tradition. Such Hadith is revealed to the Prophet ﷺ by means of ilham inspiration. That is the end of chapter one. Great. Thoughts. Do you want to go first? Or you, you, want go, to? You, you go first because you talk and I think. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to say that a lot of the times when we read Islamic books, especially ones that haven't been written currently, like within the last like five or ten years, there may be words that we don't use in our society very much. So mm-hmm. I hope that one of the things that we can talk about in our podcast is those words because they're important to reflect on and to understand. And one of the things that I picked out of the reading was piety. I was about to say which words. Yeah. <laughs> One of the words I figured uh, I picked was piety because I nobody is using that in normal language and mm-hmm. what is piety? Yeah, bizarre. Um, what what does that word piety mean? Well, linguistically, it's obedience, dutifulness, and devotion. And it seems like such a small word. It's you know five letters for such an importance. And are and you have to have intention to have obedience, dutifulness, and devotion to Allah. You know, to anybody, you have to have that intention. So, I, I think it's something that we should be reflecting on within ourselves and our own actions. 
you know, do we have piety towards Allah? Do we have piety in our speech and how we interact with each other? You know, are we dutiful parents? Are we dutiful children? Are we, you know, devoted to Allah, obedient to Allah and the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? So, it's a little word, but big and important. I think another thing that we can talk about is the first hadith with Umar al-Khattab. The deeds are considered by the intentions. Yeah. And a lot of times we say, you know, what is the intention? What is the intention of what you're talking about? What is the intention of your actions? Yeah. Right? Here we sit in the first week of Ramadan right now. Yeah. Which um, is a great time to talk about intentions and how we will be, you know, and then we go into the last, what, what you had, that last hadith you had talked about, the Prophet ﷺ, talking about how many um, rewards you get for your good deeds. Again, rewarded by intentions. And it's maximized also because it's Ramadan. Yeah. It, it's like, it's going to be even more because it's Ramadan. But going back to that, that main hadith is that we have to have intention when we're fasting. Mm. You know, let's not forget that. You know, it's Ramadan and we're fasting. Even though it's Ramadan, we still have to have the intention when we go to bed that we're going to fast in the morning. Yeah. And also, and, and just in daily life, having that good intention, you wake up and do something. Let's say your intention is for the sake of Allah. Today, my intention is to go to work. It's a Monday. I don't want to, but I'm doing it for the sake of Allah. I really struggle with this, not because I don't uh, personally have forethought, but I get just so distracted. You know, we, I've got four kids and, um, you know, life and everything like this. And um, just the way things are going in life in general mm. with the political situation. Well, then on top of that, the inflation. Yeah, and just like life is very fast. Mm -hmm. And so I struggle with not having that forethought of intention. So I really hope that this Ramadan I can try really hard to, even to the extent of saying like Bismillah when we eat, having the intention of doing it for the sake of Allah and being grateful to Him. You know, this is one of my goals this Ramadan is to have that forethought and intention and what I do and the actions we do you know inshallah and also it just gives you a double reward also mm. and another way we can talk about is making sure your intentions appear and mm. everything that you do you have to make sure that your intentions are good even when it's giving charity you have to purify your intentions yeah okay so now we're going to start chapter Two, okay. and chapter two is called repentance. Now, in Arabic, they call chapters. We I think we call them chapters, but in Arabic we call them bab. So this is called bab tauba. Mm. Bab tauba. Tauba meaning repentance. Scholars said, it is necessary to repent from every sin if the offense involves the right of law not a human, then there are three conditions to be met in order that repentance be accepted by a law. One, desist from committing it. Two, to feel sorry for committing it. Three, to decide not to recommit it. Mm. 
any repentance failing to meet any of these three conditions would not be sound. But if the sin involves a human's right, it requires a fourth condition, i.e. to absolve oneself from such right. If it is property, he should return it to its rightful owner. If it is slandering or backbiting, one should ask the pardon of the offended. One should also repent from all sins. If he repents from sin, from some, his repentance would still be sound according to the people of sound knowledge. He should, however, repent from the rest. Scriptural proofs from the book and the from the Quran and the Sunnah, and the consensus of the scholars support the incumbency of repentance. Allah the Exalted says. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِهُونَ Surah An-Nur, Ayat 31 And all of you beg Allah to forgive you, O believers, that you may be successful. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ Surah Al-Hud, Ayat 3 Seek the forgiveness of your Rabb and turn to him in repentance. وَقَالَ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا تُوبُوا إِنَ اللَّهِ تَوْبَةٌ نَسُوحًا Surah Tahrim, Ayat 8 O you who believe, turn to Allah with sincere repentance. Al-Aghar ibn Yasir al-Muzani radiyallahu anhu narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Turn you people in repentance to Allah and beg pardon of Him. I turn to Him in repentance a hundred times a day. Rawahu Muslim. Anas ibn Malik al Ansari, radiallahu anhu, the servant of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, narrated Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Verily, Allah is more delighted with the repentance of his slave than a person who lost his camel in a desert land and then finds it unexpectedly. Al-Bukhari in Muslim. In another version of Muslim, he said, Verily, Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his slave than a person who has his camel in, in a waterless desert carrying his provisions of food and drink and, and, it, and it is lost. He, having lost all hopes, to get that back, lies down in shade and is disappointed about his camel. When all of a sudden he finds that camel standing before him, he takes hold of its reins and then out of boundless joy blurts out, O oh Allah, you are my slave and I am your Rabb. He commits this mistake out of extreme joy. This hadith also deals with the inducement and merit of repentance and pardon for sins. Allah is highly pleased with repentance. One, uh, two, one will not have will not have to account for a mistake made without any purpose or intention. Three, it is permissible to take an oath to stress on one's pardon. Four, one can quote an instance for the purpose of understanding and elaboration. Thoughts? You want to go first? No, you go first. <laughs> okay. I have, I have to set up the next thing. I love how, you know, Allah Azzawajal said that Islam today have perfected your religion. And how perfect Islam is, subhanAllah. Uh, and every time we read it and we try to uh, learn and 
reflect and everything. It just it puts everything in perspective. And I just am so grateful to allow Zajil that he has made like a map to how to deal with and survive in this dunya. For example, the three steps of what to do when you sin, you know, stop doing the sin, say, make toba, apologize, ask Allah for forgiveness, and don't return to it, you know. Also, when we talk about taking someone's right, it could also be, mm. it doesn't have to be something physical. It could be something monetary. Mm. It could be you... For example, you purposely took the person's change. Mm. Even change, you have to go and bring it to that person for a lot to accept. If you're able to, or you can replace it in other ways. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and we may make the same mistake again. I think this is one of the, I, I want to reflect on too, is that, is that shaitan, sometimes he makes you think that you can't make toba, that you keep making that sin over mm -hmm. and over again. Or, and how this shows the Rahma of Allah, the mercy of Allah, you know, and how it doesn't matter how many times you do it, just go to Allah, make toba, have the intention, the niyyah, that you don't want to do it anymore. And eventually Allah will make it easy for mm -hmm. you. I've seen it within my own life. So I know that, you know, it's right. And I just want to make dua right now and just ask Allah to forgive us and have mercy on us and uh, give us the ability to continue or give us the ability to see our wrongs so we may be able to change it. I mean, I mean, because it's such a mercy to be able to see what we've done wrong. It's a mercy to know that we're doing something wrong. It's, you know, alhamdulillah, subhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Now we are going to move on to the second segment of our program, which is the Dua of the Week. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وإذا سألك عبادي عني فإني قريب فإني قريب أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان Okay, <clears throat> so this dua is in the Quran, Surah Al Al Imran, 191 to 194. It is a part of a, uh, there's other words to the ayah, but I'm going to focus on just the dua. And First, I'm going to say it word for word, and then I will say it in small groupings, and then I'll say it all together. So, inshallah, you can benefit and learn and memorize it at your home, and hopefully use it this Ramadan. And I will also say it in English for understanding. Rabbana halaqt. خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك ثقنا عذاب عذاب النار ربنا ما 
Halakotaha Hava Bartila Subahanaka Fakina Adaba Adabanar. Say the whole sentence. Rabbana ma khalaqata hadha batila subhanaka faqina adhaban nar Our Lord, you have not created all this without purpose. Glory to you. Exalted are you above all that they associate with you as partners. Give us salvation from the torment of the fire. And the second one. Rabbana innaka man tudakhili tudakhili nara faqada akhzayta wama wama lizhalimina min ansar ربنا إنك من تدخل من تدخل النار فقد أخزيته وما للظالمين من أنصار. And that means, our Lord, verily whom you admit to the fire. Indeed, you have disgraced him, and never will the Lollimun, polytheists, and wrongdoers find any helpers. Rabbana innana sami'na munadiyayunadi 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 lil imani an aminu an aminu birabbikum faamanna rabbana faghfilana dhunubana wakaffir anna sayatina وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِ أَنْ يُنَادِي لِي إِيمَانِ أَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيْئَاتِنَا that means, Our Lord, verily we have heard the call of one, Muhammad wasallam, calling to faith. Believe in your Lord, and we have believed. Our Lord, forgive us our sins and expiate from us our evil deeds, and make us die in the state of righteousness, along with, the, with Al-Abarar, the pious believers of Islamic pantheism. Rabbana wa'atina ma wa'atana ala rusulik ala rusulika wala tukhzina tukhzina 
تخزنا يوم ال يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف تخلف الميعاد كان فول سنتنس ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد And that means Our Lord, grant us what you promised to us through your messengers and disgrace us not on the day of resurrection for you never break your promise. Now, I want to say the top part before the first uh, uh, dua which says الذين يذكرون الله قياما وقعودا وعلى جنوبهم ويتفكرون في ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والأرض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار and the whole ayat means Those who remember Allah always and in prayers, standing, sitting, and lying down on their sides, and think deeply about the creation of the heavens and the earth, saying, Our Lord, you have not created all this without purpose. Glory to you. Exalted are you, you above all that they associate with you as partners. Give us salvation from the torment of the fire. Any thoughts? Well, first, Barakalofiq for doing that. I appreciate it. <clears throat> May Allah make it easy for us this Ramadan, subhanAllah. I wanted to say in the dua at the end, it says, Allah never breaks his promise. That's something that we can hold on to. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, if we're going through struggles and hardships and stuff like that, subhanAllah, if we can just hold on to that. I know one reminder that it gets said a lot is that, you know, with every hardship comes ease. You know, but I think the mal ostri ostra. Yeah, and I and I think we should add that, you know, because Shaitan, I would believe in the Shaitan regime. Whenever we're going through struggles or tests or trials, he's happy to be there, you know. And Allah never breaks his promises. Yep. So Alhamdulillah, I believe me for that. Any thoughts from? No, because when I read Arabic, all I can think about is <laughs> if, if I said the pronunciation correctly. Inshallah. I want to say is that anything good in this podcast is from Allah. Yeah. And any mistakes or anything wrong is for myself and uh, my daughter. And we just ask Allah and we ask you to forgive us for any of our shortcomings. Know that our intention is to try to bring reminders And comes Islam, there may be a lot of reminders out there. There may be a lot of things that we can listen to, but they may not necessarily be based on Quran and Sunnah. And the Prophet said, even if you know a word, Kilma. Yeah, Kilma, mm -hmm. a word, you should teach it. And I'm not saying that we're actually teaching, but if you can learn from it or remind yourself of it, uh, you know, perfection is with Allah. And Allah alone, nobody is perfect. So. Inshallah. And also, we are going to have the dua that I just said. We're going to have it on our blog. And we're also going to have it on Instagram with uh, just the dua. Mm -hmm. 
so that you can memorize it, inshallah. I can try to find out an audio file too so people can listen to it. Yeah. Inshallah. And hopefully you can add it to the blog. I mean like mm. we're still new here, guys. I mean like be patient, have silver. Inshallah. And we want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast and we pray that it was beneficial. And may Allah guide, protect, and bless you and your families and us all in this ummah. May he guide all the non-Muslims to Islam. Ameen. Ameen. And uh, don't forget, follow us on Instagram. Mm. Subscribe to our podcast because yeah. this is a weekly podcast. And hopefully we would like you to be listening with us next week. And are the benefit, oh, again, and the, benef- the beneficial reminders is not only for you it's also for us yeah you know so we appreciate this opportunity so we can remind ourselves we can maybe relearn or learn new things about islam and then we'll be able to share it to you guys and we just and i hope it helps everyone takes a moment Mm. it's only 30 minutes yeah 30 30 minutes of your day to listen to some hadith Mm. and hopefully because it's ramadan I really, really, really want you guys to work hard, to read Quran, try to read the whole Quran, try to at least, at least read five pages a day. An intention. With the intention of finishing the Quran in Ramadan. And how do you eat an elephant? One piece at a time. One piece at a time. <laughs> so if you can't eat five pages, then do, do a couple two. ayats. Do a couple do ayats. Do something. Just, you know, one and, piece at a time. And maybe... And maybe you don't know how to read Arabic. That's okay. Yeah. You can even, you may even take this time to maybe practice, mm. have your mushaf, listen to the Quran, and just follow along with your finger or pen. Yeah. And or uh, even if that's hard, because when I first became Muslim, like Arabic, the idea looked, of Arabic. Like, yeah, I know. Beautiful scribbles from a child. <laughs> But it did. I'm, I'm sorry for that. And um, so even just reading the English, reflect, understand. This is the whole reason for us reading it. It's not like and I say too a competition. That- it's, it's to read the word of Allah, to, to reflect on it, to be able to take it with you, what you're learning and reminding yourself when you're reading the Quran, to take it with you for the next the whole year until the next Ramadan comes. Chola. And another thing I wanted to say, too, is that in your house, in your car, um, I know on YouTube there is Quran by Joe's, mm. and you can just play it the whole day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's just one. Just play it the whole day mm-hmm. on loop. It just helps also to just be focused. It helps, too, to be focused, and it also helps if to remind you to read your Quran mm-hmm. so you don't forget. Yeah. Okay. That's a wrap. Yeah, we're doing a Minnesota goodbye on a, a podcast. Minnesota goodbye. We don't want you to leave, you know. <laughs> we don't leave yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Barakalofik. Thank you for listening. And inshallah, we'll see you next week. Okay. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.